0: of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bantwine, coming January 2nd wherever podcasts are available.
1: Let's hang out Let's hang out And let's talk about what lessons have found Let's hang out And let's listen to two heads shout Let's hang out
2: Let's hang out Hey everyone, and welcome back to Les Hangout. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And up first, is our New York show is coming
1: up February 18th at the Bell House in Brooklyn. We are super excited to see all of you. We cannot wait. Also, we want to announce the winner of our first giveaway. We've had a couple giveaways going on lately. But the winner of our Homo for the Holidays crew neck, we could not be happier to announce. It is one of our faves, Ellen Lane. You got yourself a crew neck. We can't wait to see it on you, obviously, at Clexicon. Yeah, (laughs) and fun fact... Amy had already
2: bought one of them. So now (laughs) Ellen gets a free one and they're going to match. So I just think it's perfect. I just think it's the gay universe. It's like a
1: lesbian Christmas miracle. Yeah, it's beautiful. Love it. Um,
2: Also, speaking of things that are happening in the general Les universe, this is not necessarily lesbian, but come on. There was this article that said that NASA is considering an all-female Mars mission to prevent them from having sex in
1: space, yeah, because a, a team of all women was less likely.
2: Yes, and we posted on our Facebook, we posted on our Twitter. The comment section was amazing.
1: Yeah, like, people had some thoughts about people this. Go had figure. Some thoughts.
2: My personal favorite, actually, on my Facebook page, because I used to live right outside of DC, right by NASA Goddard. I didn't really think about this somebody posted and was like oh I actually know one of those astronauts oh god (laughs) go follow her on here went to follow her one of the first things on her twitter account was why rugby and being an astronaut are the same (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) so there you have it folks. I'm dead I've died There will be a lot of lesbian sex on that all-female Mars mission, let's be real. Yeah.
1: Well, and the the article was weird, too, because they did talk about how, like, obviously a a huge part of it was that they don't want anyone to get pregnant on this year-and-a-half trip to Mars, but then it got into this really weird, like, how-to article about having sex in space, where they were like, well, since there's no gravity, it would be really difficult to get enough, like, force between the two bodies, plus you'd be floating around in the cabin. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So so I'm just uh, saying... TMI. TMI. We yeah, I that. mean, they uh, they took it to a kind of weird place real fast where they're like, it's so no one would have sex. But if you were going to have sex, ladies, here are some things you should keep in mind. You'll be flying through space. It's going to be hard to get enough friction. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it, was, it was a little strange. It was so, very there weird. Very weird. So whoever wrote that
2: article was a clueless straight man.
1: It's fine Uh But we also want to announce We will not be leaving for a year and a half Don't worry But we are going to be taking a small hiatus Over the holidays So this will be, sadly, your last episode For a little while You gotta hold on, be strong Hold on for one more day (laughs) Uh, And that day is January 14th We'll be back after New Year's In 2019 Which I've already heard is going to be 20 by teen We're ready for you Bring it on, you lovely, by badass babes. Yes. Okay. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And welcome to our 19th installment
2: (laughs) of Shoulda Been Gay.
1: Did you just thank yourselves?
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We basically go, like, we do this, like, this week in the lesdom, and it's like this, like, Journalist, thing and then we're like
1: (laughs) back to you keep every part of this in yes we will (laughs) okay so we say a lot because it's a truth fact that there is not really a lesbian christmas classic last year we did carol i think that's about as close as we can get i know tello's working on it looking at you tello and Uh uh kristen stewart's supposed to be in one eventually Yes, yes, I saw that. But what I did think that we should do instead is, for, for Christmas this year, we're going to break down a movie that really was just a gift to queer ladies <laughs> it's true. everywhere this year. <laughs> so, this has been, I think, very heavily requested for this Should Have Been Gay series. It's here, you guys. Ocean's 8. Oh, oh, oh. it was fun, it was great. And we have a special guest here to help us break down this gem of a movie, Dana oh, Pickley. I see what you did there. <laughs> you see this? I'm dro- I'm left and right. It's, it's, I'm going fast and loose today. We have Dana, entertainment writer, pop culture critic. You might know her as your fairy gay mother. Dana, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you for having me of course we are so
2: excited we've this has been an episode i feel like very much in the works we're like constantly interacting on twitter and in real life and now we are here
1: on <laughs> yes
3: yeah oh we, my god we met in klexicon a few months back now yes oh, oh
1: yeah a bit a bit ago huh i, know, it's almost, it's, I feel like it's almost here again actually, i'm like already gearing yeah, it's enough. closer
2: to klexicon <laughs> than it is from last year which is crazy
1: that's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. So excited. Um, so yeah, so we are, we are super, super pumped to have you on. For anyone who doesn't know you, Dana, tell us a little bit more about you and all of the very, very gay things that you do <laughs> so well. Well, I am a writer.
3: I'm an internet, intertubes writer. I focus on the queer <laughs> stuff. So I write about television, movies, pop culture, all sorts of things. I also, speaking of Clexicon, happen to host the Clexicon podcast, Unconventional, which will be coming mm-hmm. back in the new year. And then we oh, will, nice. Yeah, we'll run all the way through uh, up until Clexicon uh, 2019. Yes. Oh my God. Uh, so, and I'm fresh back off from Clexicon London, where I had the pleasure of moderating a few panels and being on a couple panels and meeting all the wonderful folks over there. And speaking of Christmas holiday movies, are you unfamiliar? Speaking of gems with the gem <laughs> I wrote and was that was performed in
1: London? I don't. Yes. Oh my God, your Wait. eyes. They're like, you have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. My eyes are like uh, exploding out of my face. Okay. Wait, what was it? So, whenever I. Can we like reenact it? Can you just give us like a quick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got time, sure, right? Sure, So,
3: whenever I, I do a panel with Elise Bauman and Natasha Nego Vanless, I always try to have them do something fun. Because we've worked yeah, together for yeah, so yeah. long. We have, you know, a fun, like, comfortable relationship and I always like to have them do something out of the box that they don't normally do in these sorts of situations and so for two years I had them do scenes from other you know, lesbian characters and, and, you know, that sort of thing. But this year I decided that since there was no real lesbian Christmas story, I would take the formula of a lifetime slash Hallmark holiday movie and smash it into like five minutes. And, and it was, how did I not see this? (laughs) It's called bows of Holly. Oh my God. And Natasha starred as Holly Jones and Elise was the lesbian lumberjack Zoe Pine. <laughs> uh, that is unreal. It's yes, on, if you go if you go to
2: if you go to Klexicon
3: on oh YouTube, oh my god,
2: you'll find it. It's it's all acted out in okay. its glory. How do we make this into a real thing? I, you know, I
3: get I get asked that question like at least once a day now. Oh
1: my, god. <laughs> oh my god! That is amazing. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna check it out as soon as we end this. So there you go. I can't believe I missed that, <laughs> but yeah. Well, so we like we will we, <laughs> we will recap that next year. Everyone, yes, yes. <laughs> we'll do an hour episode on this five minute Christmas classic. <laughs> you probably yeah, could. starring Delve your favorite. Anyone could it would be of, you. Bows of Holly. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! Please tell me you're submitting something to Tello as well. I mean, I just I am not.
3: Uh, but there are a lot uh, of really, really talented people out there, and I'm excited to see what people come up with. And I encourage people to, you know, keep doing it because yeah. it's important. And oh, actually, you know, here I am talking about like all these great things that are happening. I wrote a book. I wrote a you book. You did. I wrote a book. You uh, did. Yeah. It is coming out in March. So let me plug nice. my book. What day in
1: March? March 14th. Okay. I'll get it for my birthday. My birthday is the 18th. Right. I'll be all set. Uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a. It's a modern queer romance, and yes. lots of sexy times, lots of laughs, mm-hmm. lots, and I really wanted it to have a real rom-com feel to it, so I hope I hope people take that away from it. So, yes,
2: that's another big thing that
3: I'm nice. doing. Nice. Yeah, because awesome. I know
1: when we first started trying to schedule this, you were still kind of finishing up, like, edits and everything, yes. so. Yes, yes. So, yay! Congrats. Thank you. We all need more lesbian rom-coms in we any do. form. Yeah. We really do. I know. Plus, I've been, I don't know, I've read a lot of, uh... I've been, I've been digging more into, like, books, you know? Like, I feel like we spend so much time on media talking about, like, the movies and the shows, and, like, there's there are actually a decent number of, like, uh, excellent queer books yeah, out there that, like, you don't really hear are. as much about, you know? Well, so. I think that, so as somebody who works for a lesbian publishing company, uh,
3: I think that there is still a stigma about romance novels that yeah, s- the straight community has gotten over that maybe the queer and lesbian community, like, just... Yeah. <laughs> does not quite like embrace but i listen to people talking about like oh i want stories of love and happiness and all this and all this great stuff happening and i'm like don't you know there's like thousands of books out there that are telling these stories right now so yeah i've been, since i've been working with bella books i've really been trying to encourage people who who are big into television and and film to check out lesbian romance or mysteries or whatever there's so much out there
1: i have so many things i want to say right now and i don't we we'll should we should just we'll do like a whole other breakdown down on romance books and queer romance books, especially. I have like a lot of, I have a lot of thoughts right now. I'm trying to rein them in. You know what? We're getting, we're so off topic. We're already, we're like five minutes in, and we haven't even touched bring on the movie. Back, we're, bring we're me back in the there. spring.
3: We can have a whole lesbian romance yes. sesh. Okay. Yes.
2: Excellent. After oh my god. We read we'll read snippets we can talk about all of it. Yeah. Be great. Yes. yes. I'm so excited. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. So let's get back on track. I'm gonna get us back. Ocean's Eight. We're here. We're gonna talk about it. We're specifically gonna talk about how very, very queer this movie So gay is. Is can we just say is? I mean I know it should've been, but it, it is. is. Let's it come is. on. We're gonna start with as we do the IMDB synopsis of the film, which is as follows. <clears throat> Debbie Ocean gathers an all-female crew to attempt an impossible heist at New York City's yearly Met Gala. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: it's already
3: I mean, a it lesbian lacks synopsis.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, Yeah, there's a certain je ne sais quoi that just, you know, it's got nothing, no oomph behind it. So let's, uh, let's oomph it up. Do you want to start, Ellie? What's, yes. your, what's your gay synopsis? Um, Debbie Ocean gathers a crew of rowdy lesbians to attempt
2: an impossible heist at New York City's yearly Met Gala. Easy fix. Nice. Easy.
1: Nice. <laughs> Okay, my queer synopsis is as follows. Eight queer ladies burn one of their own's exes and steal from the rich because 2018. Nice. Hashtag gala. Okay. Now,
3: I don't have quite a synopsis like that, but I do have this, where I just list the characters and what I think of them. <laughs> um, Debbie Ocean, Bicon. Yes. Lou, <laughs> Gives lessons in being gay. Roseweil, anxious mommy, but mommy with an I. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, I do. Oh, we do. (laughs) Um, Amita, your straight friend. (laughs) Daphne Kluger, I'd give my life for you. (laughs) Constance, experimented in college. Nineball, hacker queer. And Tammy, love of your life who got married but still sends you longing Facebook messages. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Honestly,
2: so accurate. Yes. We have We have to delve into those, but in a nutshell, that is every character. And that's Ocean's Day right there. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: everything. <laughs> and we're done. The episode's a wrap. Hope that was heist. fun for everyone. <laughs> See you next year. And scene. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay. So, so walk us through a little bit. Oceans 8, did you see it right when it came out? What's your what was the process? I wanted Tell us your history. tell Tell
3: my history Ocean's Eight. I wanted to see it immediately. But it just like something what I don't when did it come out? Was it was it like August or something?
1: It came out while I was living in like a fog. So I'm gonna say that that's very possibly right.
3: Well, whatever it was, it was just every time I went to go see it, something happened and I couldn't go see it. So I ended up having to wait to see it on uh, video on demand, but I like the day it came out. I got it on video to, on demand, and I watched it with my wife, who I think was playing with her phone most of the time. But <laughs> she she probably heard me say that.
2: But I, I mean, I got a real kick out of it. Yeah, I also had to watch it on demand because it was it was it definitely was a weird time. I didn't get to see it in theaters, and I definitely wanted to. And I just remember I had heard so much about it, like of course like lesbian twitter and everything was crazy yeah. about it and i think it was like the second scene that i was just like wow this is beyond gay the, i think it yeah, was they don't hold back when debbie and lou meet up in person for the first time after she gets out of jail i was like there's just no question about this movie
1: yeah no lee how about you <laughs> Yeah, it definitely came out over the summer. I, I was kind of living in a baby fog at that point, so I have more vivid recollections of when they first announced it. Like, I remember when the trailer came out and uh, men everywhere, like, collectively shit a break over it. It took me a little while to see it. Uh, I actually watched it on a plane the first time, so uh, that was Probably tells you how long it had been since it had been out. If it, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes they get stuff pretty fast now, but um, watch it on a plane, have watched it again since then. Uh, we'll continue to keep watching it over and over again because what a gift. What yes. a gift this movie is. Also, uh, this is
2: like, this is a tangent, but just because you said men shit a brick, <laughs> I <laughs> recently read an article that said that female fronted films have, in the past year, have made more money. than male-fronted films and i just want to tell men everywhere to eat it (laughs) (laughs) it's it's Uh, almost like women go to the movies yeah exactly it's almost like we like to see ourselves represented and we'll pay for it Hmm. and are funny and entertaining strange (laughs) strange (laughs) but sorry figure random tangent but just to be like because everyone's like oh any movie with only women like what oh it won't be successful
1: yeah no you're stupid And there's your 2018 mood, everyone. And science, we've, we've wrapped it up. Thanks, science Ellie. facts
2: and figures. People also speak <laughs> to women being the best. That's all.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, approved by science. Women are better. Yes. Good. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's dive in to which character should
2: have been gay. Which I think is a hilarious question for this movie. Should it, should should which character
3: not have been gay? Like, yes. <laughs> I mean, there's, like, (gasps) one, one and a half, maybe, that weren't super-duper (laughs) queer-coded.
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm interested. Accurate. Why why did you choose Mindy Kaling's character? That's the one that you said was the straight friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Amita. Yeah. Yeah. So why do you think she's straight? Well, okay, you know what? I shouldn't assume she's straight. She might be bi. She might be pan.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, But she... We we see her, like, end up with a a feller. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. So... And I didn't I didn't get the vibe. I'm just okay. I just didn't from I'll that give it character. To you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, I would say number one is Lou. Oh God yeah. And number two is Debbie, because yes, like you said, Debbie is a bicon and Lou is just like the gayest Oh, the outfits. Can we just talk about the outfits?
3: <laughs>
1: the it's, outfits were pretty it's a great. Lot. I mean, from the second that she shows up, right? There is just, it's not even just, forget what she's wearing. I mean, okay, let's not forget what she's wearing. Let's talk about what she's wearing real quick because the suits.
3: It was like if Mick
1: Jagger and a lesbian
3: went thrift (laughs) thrift door
1: shopping together. (laughs)
3: Wait, wait. I want to backtrack for a second here because we need to. I don't know how Daphne didn't make it to the top of your list because oh, you're right. She looks at everyone in that movie like they are just the most delicious slice of pizza that she wants to devour.
1: (laughs) Uh, I, I feel like every time I look at everyone in this movie, I'm just like, as if I didn't already love Sandra Bullock enough. Right. Then she plays Debbie Ocean. As if we didn't love Kate Blanchett enough. She plays Lou. As if I didn't love Anne Hathaway enough already, she plays Daphne, and I, oh, my God. She is just, like, high-femme,
2: lesbian, like, daddy. (laughs) 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 I feel like, I mean, if you're listening to this, ideally you've seen the movie, but I feel like before she turns and you're like, oh, shit, she's been in on it the whole time, okay, she's hot, I'm vibing, whatever's happening. Then the second she turns, you're like, oh my god. She just came out of the closet and showed everyone how gay she is.
1: <laughs> because, I, because I love it, right? Because she comes out... So that scene where she enters, right? Where she walks into their little, like, HQ, whatever. And her whole thing for, like, why she decided to join this heist instead of turning them in is... I don't have a lot of close female relationships or friendship. I think she says friendships, right? I'm like, oh my God, you are like the quintessential little baby gay who's like just coming out and realizing why you've like held women at arm's length, like your whole life, you know? And now you're ready. You're ready to do it. Ugh. It just, it warms your little gay heart to see it. She's coming to terms with it, you guys.
2: <laughs> She's too much. Everyone. She's too everyone. much.
1: And well, and then
2: you also have, to, there, it's just too many. There's honestly too many of them. <laughs> but I don't know if we want to get to Sarah Paulson yet or if we want to wait. But like, I would say she is number four on my list.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wait, She's... are we forgetting Nine Ball too, though? Okay, sorry. Oh, okay, shit. make your points for Tammy. Make your points for Tammy, but I have a strong argument for Nine Ball uh, being way at the top of that list.
2: That's why it's so hard. They're, I mean, they all are at the top. <laughs>
1: They're, They're all tops. more gayer than the next. I know it's a lot. <laughs> They're all power. But ups. but
3: I mean the scene between <laughs> Debbie and Tammy in the garage. I mean, who? I, I mean, who didn't think they were gonna like totally make out right there? I I I was or very more confused. Yes. yes, and I was like, she's so she totally is that Facebook ex girlfriend that's like. I sometimes think about you and I really wish things had turned out differently.
1: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, Dana, I think you're wrong. I think you were not confused at all. <laughs> I think you got exactly what is happening <laughs> in that scene. <laughs> There's yeah. no confusion. We all know what's happening. I mean she might as well have like backed her up against a crate of stolen goods <laughs> and had her way with her. Yes.
2: It and was she just, yeah, like, abandon her conversation. children and her husband? <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, go spend... Sorry, oh, sorry, I dropped my beer. Um,
2: oh, my God, you're fine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> to, like, go spend a, a week or so with her heisty friends. Oh, my please. God.
2: Yeah, I feel like she was, like... Those are her college friends who she got like really, really wild and like it was, she was super gay, like had a pixie cut, and then like, yeah. she, and then she met her her husband and was like, oh well, she's she's by, but she left all that behind, and then she was like, no, I miss it too much. I need my gays,
1: oh <laughs> and my she God. was like, you know, I'm coming in more ways <laughs> than one. Uh okay wait, now can we talk about nine ball though? Yes. 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 <laughs> because come on. Yes. Come on. Well, the attitude, the sass, the sarcasm. Well, Riata oh, always has like such a cool presence. And yeah.
3: she's that like she's that cool girl at the bar that like you are just way too intimidated to talk to. And you just kind of hope she comes over and asks to bum like a lighter or something.
2: Yeah. But the thing is you don't smoke. <laughs> Yes, but you will find a lighter. But you like, will find that. You li- will find a lighter. a lighter. Like grab it from the person next to you. Yes. I feel
1: like Nine Ball is that girl that like steals your girlfriend just because she can, <laughs> and,
2: and then I mean, she, she gets opens, bored. Like two weeks opens, later, so she's, she's done yeah, with Bart.
1: Yeah, no, she'll like. Um. I feel like that would be like if she was gonna do if if Nine Ball was gonna plan a heist. That's the kind of heist she would plan, right? Is she would spend like two solid months figuring out how to win over your girlfriend look up her favorite movies her favorite foods she'd figure out where to take her she would look she would plan every single thing she'd hack into her phone she'd she'd be in her emails but she would learn every goddamn thing about that girl and she would steal her from you in a heartbeat and then yeah just like just drop her by the side (laughs) of the road like she would just she'd be done then you know like that's it she's
2: got her billiards she's got her hacking she's busy yeah well there's also a part i think where she's she literally says that she dumped her boyfriend because she gets tired of men <laughs> like it's so on the nose <laughs> like oh, she's like oh no God. i get so tired of men because she's not into them this movie is
1: too much for me it is too much for me i it's can't so
2: much i remember when i was watching it i feel like my face the whole time was like Oh, completely open like my hair like right. I was like that emoji you know like the um the scream emoji Are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we, were we feeling time. the age gap love
3: between um Daphne and um and uh Rose see
1: I think Rose is kind of a dark horse queer in this Right?
3: I mean, she's she, an anxious queer. And I, speaking of anxious queer, I just want you to know I have a hat, a dad hat, because I'm a daddy, that says anxious queer <laughs> on it. It's designed by Valentine Smith, and it, you can get it from Gay Apparel, and it's fantastic. I just am not wearing it at the moment.
1: Oh so God. what you're saying is she's the mommy to your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually,
3: Mrs. Fairy Gay Mother is the daddy. <laughs>
2: She's downstairs, though. Does <laughs> she like being called Mrs. Fairy Gay Mother? Or did she actually just loves it. She does. She does.
3: <laughs> she's gonna meet. She's gonna meet some uh, some folks. Uh, Lexicon folks. This weekend, we're having a meetup in Charlotte, and she's gonna come with me. Oh, so. uh,
2: nice! That's awesome. But yeah, I mean, also, I feel like Helena Bonham Carter is also like a low key gay icon. Yes. yeah for like, sure like just like in most things that she's been in like I feel like Bellatrix Lestrange is like super gay yes in Harry Potter I don't know I just get a vibe from her
1: I just get <laughs> a vibe.
2: <laughs> I mean we get vibes from everyone <laughs> but yes especially in this movie she's totally like there's there's a weird power dynamic between the two of them I just like a good anxious queer I like awkward queers I like
1: anxious
3: queers it's
1: my thing yes. And Plus, I come know. on, that first fashion show that they go to for her that she like sank all her own money into, and who does a whole fashion line of flight attendant chic circa 1982? Right. Now, if
3: she, but though, if she was really a lesbian, she would have like Indiegogoed or like Kickstartered that shit.
2: Ooh, yes. that's true. <laughs> Which, Lord knows, maybe We know how did. to work a crowdsource. <laughs> yes. That's a good point. <laughs> All my funding has run out. I need to do this ice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have to get okay, those but wait. perks in. <laughs> uh, I think that's a good segue to something that I... So, okay. This suddenly occurred to me when we were talking about Anne Hathaway and, and Daphne Kluger showing up, finally accepting her inner queer... By joining this heist, I also feel I'm waiting. Again, I just love giving people thesis ideas. So if someone wants to write a thesis and then send it to me, I want someone's thesis to be about thievery as a code for being in the queer closet in Ocean's Eight, right? Where you're like, you kind of live this double life. You Mm -hmm. have this part of your life that no one else knows about that you share with all these women (laughs) in your life, but that you hide and that they're all, you know, they all kind of have varying levels of dealing with, like, internalized shame about it. Some people are really proud of it, right? You you spent a lot of time in academia, huh? (laughs) I may have (laughs) spent some time. (laughs) so true uh, <clears throat> it is dr holmes fostered to you dana Well, <laughs> yes. like, all i'm saying is someone could write an excellent paper the idea is there for the taking you don't even have to send me royalty checks you can just have that do okay? people Good.
2: make money off of grad school papers
1: really <laughs> Uh, You do not. You do not make any money off of any part of grad school
0: whatsoever.
1: It is indentured servitude at its best. Uh,
0: There you go. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream.
3: So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Um, No, but I'm serious. But it works, right? I think it works. You do have a point
2: about the varying levels of shame, though, because Kate Blanchett has none.
1: Yes. She never does. Well, and Debbie
2: has none. Yes. And they are clearly the most, like, out and proud of everyone, we have yet to talk about Aquafina. Though, well, here's the thing, though I don't rem- what was her- I don't remember her character's name. Her character's but name is,
0: is Constance. Constance.
2: Yeah, Constance. But her wardrobe is like so college lesbian. Yeah, it totally oh, is. It's God, like, yes,
3: Constance. You know what? Constance is like the she's out. Somebody talks. You know, has you know couple beers with her i think she's kind (laughs) of like you know whatever
1: i I think yeah she's she's going home with whoever that night
3: that's what i think she is totally open but she's super focused on just like doing constants
2: yes yeah she is i feel like she's the best friend who gives you dating advice like is never dating anyone
1: (laughs) (laughs) and her longest relationship lasted two weeks yeah 100 uh but i think last episode when we were talking about you know like this whole hipster queer it's very hard to tell constance is like right on that line right where you're like is she isn't she who's to say i would i would even venture i bet constance isn't even sure i bet she's not into labels right is she gay
3: does she just like pour over coffee (laughs)
1: <laughs> Why not both?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did read, there was a Vulture article that was, like, circulating around about, like, the levels of gay that everyone, like, who is the gayest? Or who has the most lesbian energy in Ocean's 8? And the, the, the thing that it said for Constance was, likes to steal from rich white ladies. Lesbian. <laughs> What does uh, that even mean? Steal but their I, hearts?
3: Yeah. Oh, Ooh. okay.
2: Oh. Or like the, this stereotype of like that like older rich lesbian who
1: like takes care of the like younger maybe I don't Ooh. know. What about Constance and Rose? Constance would Constance would go for an anxious mommy, I think. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. I could see it.
2: Wait, does
1: this- <laughs> Dana's Dana's ruminating on that one.
2: Did this bring us around? Have we hit every, have we hit everyone? I think we've hit everyone. Cause now we have to pair them
1: up. Oh my God. It's we, endless. The possibilities, we, yeah, the possibilities are, endless. are endless.
3: Okay. Well, there's no way Debbie and Lou can be together. There's just too much lesbian energy happening there. Well, there's too much bad blood too from their breakup. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. So like, it was a, <laughs> exactly. So like, you, sometimes you just can't, you just can't take a step back. It's gotta be Debbie and Tammy.
2: Debbie and Tammy, yeah. Ooh. All right, I I, I like am it. hardcore team Debbie and Lou, but I can agree with you that they are a lot. Like they are two power lesbians. That yeah, they're butt heads, but their sex will be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all I'm
1: saying. Like I'm sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, but wait, wait, wait. While we're tossing all of these pairings out, this is this is our favorite game because Ellie and I are god awful at this. Uh, okay. <laughs> Dana, I'm going to make you start. Okay. So, Debbie and Tammy, what's their ship name? Uh, gosh. And it's tricky in this movie because they do not all have last names. Toshin. Toshin. Ooh. Okay. (laughs) All right, Toshin.
2: I literally was going to be like, Dammy. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to go Tamby. Tamby was my vote. Oh, Tamby tambi okay all
1: right
2: i like it i like it we're so bad at this what's debbie and Lou's ship name
3: okay see this one
1: i like lucian yeah i want to go with that too yeah okay that's that's easier it's easier i will say uh lucian i think has a much better ship name than tambi does but (laughs) but i think you can argue the merits of of both very separately so yes Understandable. All right. And then, I mean, and then we
2: have, we had talked about Daphne and Rose. Yes. So, what's Daphne's last name? Daphne Kluger. 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 Oh, God. Yeah. Rose. It's like glucose. (laughs) (laughs) Glucose.
1: worst i think that tops the list of the worst ship name you've ever come up <laughs> no, with <Ellie>. Sheraldrin. <laughs> Sheraldrin. Oh,
2: shirbaldrin is Clugos. the ship name that we came up with for lily and robin and
1: how about your mother uh <laughs> shirbaldrin i don't know Glucose is uh pretty up there all right <laughs> there's been okay. worse it's either glucose or it sounds like it's um it sounds like it would be like a the slightly bad guy in, like, a kid's Christmas movie. Like, a Christmas cartoon. Yes. Like, Kluger. darn you, Klugos! You know? <laughs> <laughs> I could see that as well. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs>
2: what's, the real, um, all right, what's the real one?
1: For Daphne and Rose, huh? Well, sometimes, you know, they they
3: combine the... their full names, like, Kluger Vial or yes. something.
1: Yeah. Which I like is, that. You could also, you could do, like, Roger. That makes a little bit more. Which would sense. be spelled Roger, Roger and would therefore confuse yes. everyone. And then when you when you talked about it out loud, if anyone ever said Roger, you'd be like, if you really shipped them, you would know it's Roger.
3: <laughs> right. I feel like people have said that to me straight up um, on the internet. <laughs> um and really I guarantee them, I can tell you it. what
1: I can tell you what ship it would be about too.
3: <laughs> oh I'm sure it was numerous ships. <laughs>
1: You just get them all wrong. It's hard, to, you know. The internet is a textual medium. It's difficult sometimes. You don't hear it out loud. Oh yeah. Well, you sure. know, it, for the longest time in uh,
3: uh, "Orange is the New Black," it was Pipex, and then I was quickly and swiftly corrected that it was Vosman. So, um. but some people use Pipex and some people use Vosman. It's very confusing. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: you know what
1: both are equally correct everyone (laughs) is equally valid (laughs) i i understand where you're coming from i see your intentions (laughs) yes very good um okay but i know daphne and rose i think in the movie is a great pairing i have a contender for what i think is going to be my top ship for oceans nine which i assume is coming because why else What is a better reason to have Daphne join the crew at the end as an obvious ninth member to lead us into Ocean's Nine? Mm -hmm. It's there for the taking. It is low-hanging fruit, easy pickings. Okay, so my contender for what I think is going to be my top ship for the next movie is Daphne and Nineball. I could see it. Yeah. All right. Just really picture their two energies Mm -hmm. together. Because what I love, I want a slow burn... They're both fighting it. Neither one of them is a relationship person, right? Very different worlds, but it's there and they can't fight it. That's what I see. Right. And Daphne loves to be challenged. And oh, yeah. Nine Ball's so smart and enigmatic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. See? Just let just just let it sit there for Dine a while. Ball? <laughs> <laughs> Dine ball? <laughs>
2: Honestly, not bad.
1: Nafty. Better or worse than nine gluger Klugerball. Klugerball. Klugerball.
2: Klugerball works. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you need to use Kluger because it, it just is such a great name. It is. Klugerball yeah. is my shit. There you go. Yeah. All right. And then so that leaves basically Constance and Constance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. No, we Con- did. Didn't we? Uh, we said Constance and Rose could be a thing. Did we say that? Or you could do Constance and Amita, too.
2: Yeah, but even still, I feel like Constance is still doing her own thing. Yeah. If Constance and Amita did happen to be a thing, I think
3: Amita, like, just, it would take Amita a few days to text her afterwards, because it would be like, "Mm,
1: did I I just do
2: that?
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Did I just do that? (laughs) Oh, no. True. True. But she brings it back with, like, some eggplant emojis, you know. Oh, God. i'm so glad that no
3: one has ever had to use that for me <laughs>
1: or the girl doing this <laughs> wait, wait can you tell this everyone what, what? Hey, if I you've seen, seen the movie you know exactly what i just did it's what she does in the movie <laughs> doing what? when she's helping when constance is helping amita uh like online date or she's helping her do like grinder or whatever and she's like oh and then so now you matched it's a match and you said now you send him like the eggplant emoji or the girl that does this
2: oh that's right oh yeah with the hand with the hair but i also love how your gay is showing because you said grinder oh sorry (laughs) what's the straight people like Like, definitely not grinder what's
1: what's the other one called tinder there's her there's (laughs) tinder Probably actually on in the movie. It's probably Tinder or Tinder, Bumble. Tinder, that's what it. Like there Bumble it is. is. Yeah. Heterosexual okay, look. <laughs> apps. League. Dana and I can only come up with the gay options. I'm. I apologize for nothing. I. I obviously missed the whole online dating. I did thing. too. I did
3: too. Don't worry. But I did. I did meet my wife on Match.com. But oh, it, we did not. It was not in the app
2: uh, situation yet. The app stuff yeah. happened
3: like a little bit later.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I feel like a lot of lesbians meet each other online because it's just like it's hard to find people who are like who are gay. Period. So right. you're like, right. this is I can see that you are definitely gay because I know you said it on your profile. Like it just <laughs> is. It like tends to be a little bit easier, I think,
1: than trying to navigate
2: like all the straight people of the world. Oh Lord, it's fine.
1: <laughs> I just I don't have any dating apps. I missed everything. It's okay. You didn't miss uh, that. You did not miss I've, that much. <laughs> don't worry. I forget what the straight people have. It's fine. It's
2: fine. All right. Well, I think the moral of this story is that all eight are very intertwined. There are definitely some X's in there. Like, yes. Even, oh, for even sure. If end okay. game, even if Endgame is Debbie and Tammy... Which I can give to you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (sighs) Debbie and Lou are exes, or they've at least hooked up once.
1: (laughs) Well, okay, so can we, because I feel like we have gotten so sucked into discussing our dream, like, headcanon for this movie. We haven't actually talked about the very clear, real things that happened on screen yet, and I think we at least need to talk on how Debbie and Lou definitely dated i mean 100 in the movie i know they did an interview where they said they didn't but like that's some bullshit they definitely did <laughs> <laughs> and let's talk about why because come on those two have definitely done it before they are way too close and way too angry at each other and w- oh my god oh, yeah, yeah right i mean lou you tell me lou is not jealous when she finds out the whole revenge angle to the heist right Right. Mm-hmm. Come on. Also, there's the whole backstory when she's telling someone the story about the whole ex-boyfriend setup. And the the first line of that story is like Lou and I were in a rough patch. That's right. I mean, come on. Yep. What do you what do you think that means? And the fork. Yes. Feeding each other. <laughs> Just it's right there. That's the <laughs> only evidence I need. I mean, maybe I'm just not close enough with my friends that we feed each other on the reg, but, like, seems pretty gay to me. And what is the the whole, what does she say in that conversation? She has this thing where she's like, baby, I don't even have a diamond yet. Like, yes, she calls her baby multiple times. Oh, all the time. I mean, look, habits die hard. I get it. But please, please, please. (laughs) It's so much. you guys are so I, we don't even have any other argument <laughs> we're just gonna say the rest of the episode is just 10 minutes of ellie and i saying please, please. I mean, please. <laughs> we
2: have to talk about before the episode is over just about what other films these actors have been in because yes. obviously Kate blanchett gay icon carol clearly Sarah Paulson, gay icon, Carol. Carol.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sandra Bullock, gay icon, Miss Congeniality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was just
2: going to say that. <laughs> you
3: know, today one of my, one of my dreams came true, and I got to see Elizabeth Moss play lesbian in a music video. And it is another one of my dreams to see Ms. Sandra Bullock Play a big old lesbian
2: in something, anything. Anything.
3: Oh,
1: anything.
2: Be still my heart. Anything. We have not done enough Sandra Bullock. Oh, on God. this should have been gay.
1: No, how do we? How have we not done *Miscongeniality* yet? It's on the list. This is hard. I know it list. is, but I'm just. I mean, God, there's just there's so many to get to. It's tough. It's, it's tough. God, when you're going through the entire repertoire of every straight movie or TV show ever made, it's just like there's not enough time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So accurate. Yeah. And as you mentioned, Helena Bottom Carter. Gay, gay Icon. icon Beltrix, the strange. Yeah. Yeah. Rihanna. Gay icon, Harry gay Potter. Icon.
2: <laughs> oh my god. Rihanna, gay icon, that yes. one music video where she's in a bathtub with Shakira.
1: Did I make that up? <laughs> <laughs> At least like gay icon, this hot dream I had about
2: Rihanna. <laughs> I, and, oh my god, Rihanna has been in a gay music video. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) But I'm just... I'm not even going to look up what it is. Somebody correct me, but tell me that Rihanna was in a gay music video, please. Okay, we'll do it. All right. And then, of course, there's Anne Hathaway,
3: who who we all deserve a movie featuring a gay character played by Anne Hathaway. Yes. Yes.
1: Look, we know she can rock a pixie cut. We know that she can play just about anything. She's... She's amazing. Who doesn't yeah. love Anne Hathaway? I would say gay
2: icon Princess Diaries for that one. Yes. Oh, hi. Yeah. hi femme. Yeah. Big les Princess Diaries. Yes.
1: Yes.
2: yes. Oh my god. Yeah,
3: yes.
1: that's another one. That's definitely
2: that's definitely on
3: our list. High on the list.
2: <laughs> High on the list. But I think we can all agree that Ocean's 8 should have been slash is gay. Yes. Yes. Should have been gay. Yes.
1: Oh, am I supposed to okay. say too? Should have been gay. <laughs> should have been gay. Let's all say in chorus now, should have been, been gay. gay. <laughs> um, is, it, is it time, Ellie? It's time. Q. Q, Q and. and, and, and gay. gay. Okay, it's time, Dana. We have some Q and gay questions for you. I used to call mine the lesbian lightning round. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. I love uh, it. Q and gay slash lesbian lightning round. Okay. Coming at you hard and fast. Okay. Uh, question one, so as, as you might know, but for any of our listeners who do not know, we are gonna ask Dana some questions, uh, they will then be up on our Twitter as well, so that everyone else can chime in with their answers. So some of these we might have covered, but that's okay, we're gonna, we're gonna put them out there, just to get everything down (laughs) in stone. So, question one, who is your Ocean's 8 ship? Out of A, Lou and Debbie, B, Debbie and Tammy, C. Nineball and Daphne, and D, Constance and Rose. B, Debbie and Tammy for Oceans 8, but I'm with
3: you on the Rose. Sorry, I'm with you on Daphne and and Nineball for Oceans
2: 9. I see it. I see it. All right, number two. Who has the most BDE in Oceans 8? (laughs) (laughs) A, Lou, B, Debbie, C, Nineball, D, Tammy.
1: Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> it's tough it's hard this is the hardest that's an impossible well, question
3: we can eliminate tammy from that equation um hmm. this is too hard i i can't i can't make a decision
1: I, I, okay wait before we... we eliminate tammy though can we can we just take a, a hot second for tammy and the hard hat with like the the massive shipments of stolen goods i mean that's come on this, she's not she doesn't have no big dick energy. That's why she saying. definitely has. Oh, I thought less. She, I thought it meant that. something else. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what did you think it meant? <laughs> not going to say it. Anyway, um but strictly on outfits alone, well I'll, I'll edge Lou out of the pack.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. Well, what a great segue to question 3. What is Lou's best outfit? Is it A, yellow button-down and vest? B, baby blue suit? C cheetah print jacket, or D sparkly green suit. I was waiting for that D. Yeah, there yes. you go. It Rounding just, it out. It slays. All right,
2: who makes a better couple? George Clooney and Brad Pitt, or Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett? <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
3: I haven't had the pleasure of seeing Brad and George in a position where I could ship them,
1: so I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna stick with Sandy and Kate. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good choice. Good choice. Okay. Last question. Number five. What would you prefer out of the following? A. Diamonds. B. Cash money. Or C. Revenge.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am not a mean girl, so revenge is not part of it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a forgiver. That's where you and Debbie differ. I, you know, I don't really give a shit about jewelry so i'm gonna say no to the diamonds give me the cash
2: money yeah the
1: call. cash money
2: <laughs> and remember you can give us your answers to this week's q and gay questions on our twitter at les hangout pod
1: ah <laughs> uh, dana thank you so much for joining us thank for you this. for having me i'm so happy to be here so i happy. think this was a gift for all of us this <laughs> <laughs> merry christmas, oh my everyone. god yeah merry, merry christmas, christmas eight to days. us <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, wow oh you know i bet we could have done like a great like christmas hanukkah thing with the Nah, we didn't get there yeah. we'll try well next we yeah. missed it we dropped the ball on that one that's okay. on us
2: and for our listeners dana where can everyone find you online online <laughs> not, in, <laughs> not in real life
3: <laughs> do you want my street address weirdo uh <laughs> You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dana Pickley. That's two C's, one L.
1: (laughs) I'm still laughing at where can they find you? I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) Where can we find you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And... you have a book coming out, so will you remind everyone what that book is and when it's coming out? Yes, it's called Savor the Moment,
3: and it is yes. being published by Bella Books. It is a modern queer romance, and it comes out mid-March. You can actually pre-order it right now on Amazon. Just
2: look up mm-hmm. Dana
1: Pickley; it's right there. Amazing. Okay, get on it. Get your books. Get that's. A, I mean, that's like a gift that shows up in three months. That's. It's like a slow burn gift. There's nothing more lesbian. <laughs> then a slow burn <laughs> gift.
2: Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Dana. This was a
1: blast. Thank you. Let
2: me hear you say hip, 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 hip again.
1: We absolutely love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. So we want to take a chance to shout out some of our favorite things that have been happening um, each episode.
2: The first thing we want to talk about is Jesse Matheson sent us an email, which I loved very pertinent to our should have been gay, about a book by Alexander Doty called Making Things Perfectly Queer. Basically, the point of the book is that when queer people decide something's queer, it makes it queer, which I love because obviously that's the whole point of this thing. She sent us a little blurb from the book. Expressions of queerness are subtextual, subcultural, alternative readings, or pathetic and delusional attempts to see something that isn't there. After all, mass culture texts are made for the average straight white middle class, usually male person, aren't they? That is a perspective, obviously, from the straight community. This is what (laughs) Alexander Doty says. I've got news for straight culture. Your readings of texts are usually alternative ones for me, and they often seem like desperate attempts to deny the queerness that is so clearly a part of mass culture. (laughs)
1: So accurate. I also love what you just said about how interpreting something as queer makes it queer, because it also makes it sound like we have magical queer powers, which I love, and which I think is so on point for an episode where we just had everyone's fairy gay mother on. Exactly. Uh, Excellent. (laughs) I also want to shout out uh, a great comment that we had uh, someone left on our Renegade cover- of Love's an Open Door from Frozen. So, shout out to A, not just, but partly because I love the username, which is Terror Tits. Yes! (laughs) With, you know, some of those done as, uh, in, like, elite-speaky way with, like, some numbers and whatever. But, shout out to Terror Tits, who came onto our YouTube to comment saying, wait, hold up, I did not expect to actually find a lesbian cover. So, you're welcome. We got you covered for all of your gay covers. Renegade covers. Yes.
2: Also, speaking of Renegade covers, we just released one
1: last week with me and Lee. Uh and you might want to check it out if you haven't yet because it's pretty amazing. And it's we're in the same place. Yes. And singing together. Live. Well, we're not now, but we were at the time yeah. and it was wonderful. <laughs> Which is pretty awesome. So yeah, check that out. Renegade covers. Putting the gay in Renegade. Of course, we have to shout out
2: our top tier Lesbian Jesus patrons, Amy and Ellen, Kayla Kelly, Lizette Stye,
1: Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Michelle Ray Thomas, and Mark Foster. We could not continue to do this podcast without all of you and without all of our patrons. We love all of you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are our best Christmas gift every single day of the year. So there you go. True. So
2: true. And... If you want to watch Oceans 8 and remember how gay it is while also supporting your favorite actual gays, you can watch it with our Amazon affiliate link at bit.ly slash lesoceans8. Eight
1: the numerical character, uh, not eight the word written out. And remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. Please keep sending us sort of gay suggestions. We absolutely love hearing what you guys come up with. Or check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Make sure that you subscribe on whatever you use to listen to your podcast so that you get new episodes as soon as they drop. And make sure you also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com
2: slash leshangoutpod. We just released a Renegade cover with me and Lee, and we hope you loved it, because
1: we loved recording it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to help support the podcast, there are so many ways that you can do that. The first one, it's so free. It's so easy. All you have to do, hop on over to iTunes, rate us, leave a review. A, we love reading them. B, it helps people find the podcast.
2: And if you want to support us financially, you can help us by becoming a part of our Patreon. For as little as $1 a month, you can become a part of our Patreon at bit.ly slash Les Patreon. You get access to bloopers and Les Essentials movie watches and early drinking game rules and all sorts of cool stuff. Our Facebook page. We would love to have more of you. So join
1: us on Patreon. You can also get some hot Les Hangout swag at our merch store. You can find that at bit.ly slash lesshop. And we are
2: also doing a season two campaign raising money for the Trevor Project at bit.ly slash lestrevor.
1: If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Twitter or on Instagram at LSH Foster. And you can find me at Ellie Brigida on Twitter and Instagram. And with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out again soon. Let's hang out. out.